In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Because you are grinding it out in the arena of life. You are fighting through the stress bubble. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, where we call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless, male-dominated bleachers, and call you up to the absolute best version of yourself. I'm here today with the mixed master, the doctor of sound, Pat George. How you doing, man? Hey, man. Good. What was that noise Dale made? Was he imitating a cricket? Wicky, wicky. It was kind of a little, like a little bit of scratch in the dent. Yeah. Is your dant, belt too tight? Dant, 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 dant. Always. Hey, so, and I'm also here with uh, the backbone of the MCP. That was a fat joke, I have a feeling. Oh. Wow. I just think he's husky. So, okay. No, it wasn't and, a fat uh, joke. It was just you like, know, you know, your, your belt's coming. too tight, so your voice goes oh, up. Way to encourage, Pat. Winter's coming, so Loser. if you don't bulk up, you're not going to be able to yeah. uh, keep your wife I'm, warm. He's going to die in the winter. We're going to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to live, baby. And then live. When it comes time for summer, you're shade for your wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, good. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. Okay. So, hey, and I'm also here with Dale Culver, who you heard, living in the shade of life. The producer of the <laughs> Man Giving Card shade. Podcast. Giving shade. <laughs> Always a servant, Dale Culver. That's right. That's good. Serving oh, my fellow brothers. Oh, gosh. Elijah needed <laughs> you, man. one for the team. He needed some shade at one point. So, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Why don't you throw a man law at me? All see right. if I can hit it. Okay. Guys, do the hard work, okay? Because great things don't come without effort. And that one, I just typed that before we got on here. I am so sick and tired of people uh, looking for the easy way out. I'll just throw a GoFundMe account up and pay my bills. What's um, up with that? So just do the work, man. You got to do the work. I'm, you know. But they're yeah. asking us to go fund them as they do nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had I saw a thing the other day where some people were leaving a very significant deal. 
to start something that was not even a deal, but they were making it a deal. Go help us do this thing. It's not even a thing. It's like a Seinfeld movie. Your life is a Seinfeld movie. <laughs> but you want us to go fund you? Yeah. Do the I mean, hard work, man. Do the hard work. Well, you know, I, John Maxwell once said, you're, you can pay now or you can pay later, but you're going to pay. So if you're lazy in your tw- your early 20s and, and late 20s, you're going to be that much further behind when you raise a family and enter the bubble. So, you, so you're going to pay for it. It's a matter of how much you're going to pay. So just do the work. Do the work. Because you go on four missions trips in a row does not make you spiritual to me. That means you have a failure to launch to me, and it's time to grow up. Either enter the mission field full-time or stop jerking around asking people to support you for these five-month, 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 five-month. Get serious about your life. And if you can't figure out your life, you're not going to figure it out on a missions trip. Go go get a loan with God and figure it out. Mm -hmm. But don't call something something when it's just you trying to figure stuff out. When I was younger, my dad had a welding shop, and uh, I would we had to bust our butt. We're moving steel around, we're cutting steel, we're we're doing grinding steel, and it was it was lame. And we got paid squat. And there somebody would come in, and all the the big cheeses would just stand around and talk with the customer. And so my brother and I would like venture our way over and like, hey, how's it going? And try to join in, and they're like, get back to work. You're yeah. like, but you're standing around. We learned right away that that's a stupid thing to say, but work. You're not getting paid if you're not working. Someone else told me that someone asked them to do something at their job, and they're like, well, that's not my job. But they were just sitting around doing nothing. So do it's come seriously work. Yeah, I think I'm just going to talk about that for the next ten minutes. Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt wrote an article called "The Strenuous Life," and that we are at our best. When we are moving and working, in fact, I just read something the other day that said, where there is life, there is movement. So there's no life on the couch. Mm-hmm. There's no life on the computer screen or on the Game Boy. There's no life on the on the TV screen. The life is in movement. And what what's going on today is people want, what's this new thing that we're hearing about? I want a living wage when I'm 22. <laughs> hey, when you're 22, you haven't earned a living. Get out there and work a couple jobs. Work hard. The reason why these 50-year-old guys or 60-year-old guys aren't working as hard as you is because, first of all, they've been working for 30 years longer than you. They've got way more understanding and excellence in their career than you. And just because you have a college degree that you bring to the table means nothing. It's just a piece of paper. And so we have this, this, this thought running through our society that just because I show up, I'm worthy of getting this living wage. I mean, honestly, let's be honest, Dale. You work your butt off for us. You probably work – I, I got to be careful because I, legally I can get into trouble. But I bet you're working a solid 30 hours a week for the great hunt for God. Am I close? Yeah. But we pay you half time. Mm-hmm. And then you have two other jobs. Mm-hmm. And you're a 45-year-old man. Now, you're doing that because of your situation with Noah and different things. And you could do multiple things. But and the we're things trying I to... do, I'm passionate about. So to yeah. me, it's not like work. Yeah, because you're a minister. Mm-hmm. You're doing things. You're, you're ministering to people through your passion. For me, I'm making what I made seven years ago. My kid, my oldest son, is selling cars. And he's making almost what I make. So I can either cry and whine about it, which I... I'm known to do, or I can go get a second job, or I can leave this thing and go start something totally different yeah. where I'm doing it for the money. But what I'm what I'm saying is, when I'm a 20 year old man or a 25 year old man, you need to earn your way through this thing mm-hmm. because your your value that your your thought value is not your actual value. Mm-hmm. Your actual value will increase as you sink deep roots, as you move through your career, and you stay in one place. 
Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. we're, we're getting ready to hire a senior pastor at our church. I'm on the search committee. And everything, we have a scale. How old is he? How much education does he have? How long has he been a senior pastor? How long has he been in ministry? It's very simple. It's an equation. And from that, when we also, you know, where does he live in the country? You know, because Oregon, it's actually a little bit higher. You got to pay him. Where does he live in the country? What do people the size of this church pay their pastors? We have all of this stuff. We put it in a formula and out pops this range. And really, it's non-negotiable. This is the range. You're right here. Well, I know. Now, we haven't talked to him yet. So I'm just, but if he were to say to me, well, I'm worth more than that. Well, no, you're really not. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're not. And so, but that, but it bothers me that people aren't willing like to work to for it. That people aren't willing to work mm-hmm. for it. You know, and yeah, well, they want the highest amount of pay for the least amount of effort. And there's a lot of satisfaction in starting low and and doing the hard work and working your way up. And then, you know, your income inque- increases, your circumstances change just from yeah. your hard work when it's all handed to you. Uh, in the beginning, without the hard work, man, you have no you have no sense of respect for it, or you take it for granted, and uh, that's bad news. Well, and here's the other thing too: these young men. So, if you're a young man, listen to this. If you're an under thirty young man, you uh, many of you aren't married, or you have a family that is incomplete. You're still bearing children. You're still having children, and you're still trying to figure out your actual long term career move. So because of these things, you don't need the money. Where a man who's, like, for example, Dale Colbert, who's 45, who has, you know, uh, children in the home from 20 down to 5, that person needs more living wage. So it's not even about, it's not only about how much you earn or how much your value is, but it's about how much you need. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you don't need that much. And so uh, I just would really caution our guys to get out there don't be afraid of a callus. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to work more hours than the next guy. Don't be afraid to stay after 5 o'clock or to get there before 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You need to pay your dues, do the work, do hard things. Now, the the thing about this, this episode that's kind of um, redundant, to be honest with you, is these guys listening to our podcast, they're in the bubble, and most of our guys are hardworking guys. So they're sitting there listening to this going, I already do this. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to this right now and you aren't that guy, it's time for you to pay your dues, to do the work, and to earn your keep. Right. Yeah, you know, when I was in uh, right at high school, uh, senior year, I think it was, I was needing a job, and I was going, man, I do not want to buck hay this summer. And that was going to be my job. I already had it set up. But I did not want to buck hay. Mm-hmm. So I went and grabbed the Salem Home Builders Association handbook that says, has every permit pulled from every builder in the area for every job site. And I started going through that list. I spent four hours calling every single builder until one said, yes, I will let you come and try out. And so I got to build houses for that summer and didn't have to buck hay. I did the hard work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. The majority, we just did a, th- a thread on our Men in the Arena page because I had a I had a thought, and the thought's proving out true. Most of our listeners are suburban and rural guys. The way we talk, the way we tease Prius drivers and cat lovers and tea drinkers and blah, 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 those are city beep. That's city stuff. So we make fun of kind of some of the city mentalities, and we do it on, it's tongue in cheek, but, and we've got Prius guys that have been on the podcast, but we still like <laughs> yeah. to tease those guys, right? Like you tease me about my, my, uh, Toyota Tundra that when it grows up, it'll be a real truck, you know, and it's, it's all fun and games, but we really target, 
our target because of who we are, we really target these hardworking guys living in suburbia, living in the rural areas. And I, what I would, what I tell a young man, and my son Colton just got done working as a farmer this summer, and I think that that's a place you learn hard work. Not not farming in the winter, not farming in the spring, because that's just like a normal job. But when you farm in the summer and you get used to working twelve to twenty hour days, that's where you learn about sweat equity. Mm-hmm, and I would encourage any man out there listening right now, go out and do a job for uh, the this younger season of your life that's really going to stretch you physically so you understand what hard work is. My son James, I'm really proud of him right now. Uh, He's working. He went into politics, did that for like three years, and now he's selling selling cars. It's a transition job, but what he's learning right now is he's getting up at 9 in the morning, getting to work at 9. He's working till 9 at night because people are coming after work, so he's working these long, long days, and I'm really proud of him because he's learning – the value of putting your time in and paying your dues. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to have more men like that in this world that are willing to pay their dues. So, mm-hmm. hey, guys, you've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Hope this really helped you. Guys, go enlist in our free resources. Go invest in the resources that we charge you for. And if you don't like our resources, hey, you know what you can do? Go buy someone else's. I don't care. We're all on the same team out there. I've got five guys. I'll give you the names of their resources but invest in your life so you can become the best version and change your world because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle. Get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card. Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode the man card podcast this is dale culver signing off until next time join our army and become the best version of you get in the arena let the world feel the full weight of who you are grind it out be a man what type of dad are you guys in my 35 years of ministry i've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories and in those categories there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad we just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking head on over to menarena.org join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.